0: Hey welcome back to Volumes and in today's episode I spoke with my friend Andrew on what it's like growing up where he grew up which was in Transnistria, a little country within another country called Moldova and what it was like for me to actually visit that country and experience it alongside him and uh, yeah so that's a really interesting episode so thanks for watching, it means a lot remember to like and subscribe and all that stuff and thanks Hello and welcome back to the podcast of Volumes if you've seen it before, you'll know that this background is not the usual background. It is a work in progress. We're making it different. And uh, yeah, so to jump right in, I'm here with Andrew Hollis, my friend Andrew Hollis. Oh. oh. Um, and we're here to discuss and talk about, in fact, Andrew called this, uh, like we should call this episode, um, Reflections. Yes. Instead of volumes, because we're not, it's not so much voicing. Um, I'll cut that out in post. It's not so much uh, discussing something like like a, a, an interview. It's more so both of us talking about something we've both done um, together uh, and a, an experience that we have uh, went through. That sounds very dramatic. It's like an dramatic. introduction to porn, man. That's why you're here. Uh, oh, wait, no, I well. think you, you know, you're confused what's going on here, clearly. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah. So me and Andrew, I mean, do you want to give me the context? Or I give the context? There yeah, you go for a uh, so me and Andrew and Lucy, my girlfriend Lucy, um, went to a place called Transnistria, um, and Moldova, and Moldova, and London to, and Glasgow. We yeah. went to a lot of places everywhere, mate. <laughs> um, as an experience that was quite interesting, and it was uh, we did it because Andrew is, was born in Transnistria. Well,
1: I grew up there. I was born in Russia.
0: You were born in Russia. Yeah. Oh, this is new information. There you go. Right. Well, maybe we should jump in a different way then. You need to tell me about yourself, Andrew. Where were you born?
1: I was born on a train in Russia.
0: What? Saving all the Why podcasts. have you never explained this to me?
1: You're saving it for the podcast, man. <laughs> all the juicy info. Ten um, years, man.
0: <laughs> you were
1: born right. on a train. Yeah. So basically, uh, I think my mum wanted to give birth. In like this town or whatever. So she was like, right, I'm going to take this train there. But then I think the train being shaken, all that, she started having her contractions on the train. Right. Well, I think I technically wasn't born on the train, but I think they had to like, literally like, stop the train and get me off. It. And then I'm so not, I don't actually know where I was born, but it may have possibly been, been on a train. Do
0: but you know where the town was?
1: Yeah, so the town is called Rostov. In fact, you've seen on my passport, you should know. Ah, right, But okay. the town is called Rostov and that's in Russia. So you- That is actual Russia.
0: That's where you were born. Yeah.
1: Right. And that's where I lived for the first few years of my life.
0: Okay, can we take this back even further then? Where were your where was your mum born? Uh
1: I couldn't tell you in fact. I'm trying to think. Where did no, you no, no, I'm up. pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure my mum would have been born in Terrapoint entrance this year. Right. We okay. Right. Cuz uh, my my grandparents moved there when they were fairly young and they lived there most of their life, so my mum was raised and she was born there. I'm guessing when she, my when my mom grew up, she moved to Russia, right? Just because that's what most young people do—they go there for uni and stuff like that. <sighs> so my mom grew up in Transnistria, and she was born there, I'm assuming, and so she moved to Russia when she was younger, and then that's where I was born and lived there for the first three years of my life.
0: Right. Wow. Well, this is brand new information. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wow. I don't know where I go from here. I'm I'm mind blown. Bum buzzed. So. Back to this train story. <laughs> right, okay,
1: I don't know too much about it, but yeah.
0: So just let me let me get this right. You were on a train. Well, you were a baby. You were uh, a I was on a train pre-birthed yeah. baby. Yes. On on a train. Fetus Andrew. Specifically going to a town in which your mum wanted you to be birthed at. Yes. And the train had to basically pull Stop, over. Yeah. Oh well, the trains no. don't pull over, but you know what I mean.
1: Stop a brochure. Right? Yeah.
0: And they got out at a town, in a field.
1: I'm not 100% sure. Just I probably should have asked, but yeah, I think well, they must have got out and went somewhere. rushed me somewhere. And then but, you were born.
0: Yeah. Wow. Boom. That is pretty interesting.
1: It's pretty fucking hardcore, isn't it?
0: Until you were three years old, you lived in this. Is yeah, this the so town where Rostov,
1: yeah. So that's where I was born, around about there. And that's where right. I lived for the first three years, yeah. Right.
0: And then. For seven more years, yeah. around about seven more years, you lived in Taraspo. Yes. Uh, which is the capital of Transnistria. Correct. And to give more context to what's going on in Transnistria, it is an unrecognised country within Europe, um, which effectively is within Moldova. Yes. Even though it is a completely functioning independent yeah. country, has its own currency and politics and president. Um, and, I mean, effectively, everyone has its own everything, right?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much a country. It's just not really recognized as a country by anyone. almost anyone else. I
0: think there's there's a few. There's, like, a bunch of little
1: unrecognized countries. There's, like, three or four other countries that are kind of like it. And they kind of recognize each other. they kind of grows <laughs> together. <It's> so cute. <laughs> but no amazing. one else recognizes them. They're just, like, that bunch of misfits. Yeah. Sit, they they, they sit at their own table. lunch table. <laughs> sit at <laughs> their lunch table. That's basically them. No, no one acknowledges insane. them, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's a few other countries that are basically in the same situation.
0: Right, and what, like they must be within other countries as well. I think so. Yeah, with like just a massive population of kind of like unrecognized people. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Um. So then, after living in Transnistria, you moved to the UK, yes. or you moved to Scotland. Yes. Did you move to where you live now? Yeah, I just to Carochia. Yeah. And then you've lived ever since. Yeah, like... pretty much since yeah. Alright. I mean that's pretty good context for what's going on there. Yeah. Um so yeah. Me, Andrew and Lucy went to Transnistria. Uh to go see the culture, go see the people and spend time with Andrew's grandparents. Yep. He's mum's mum and dad. Um I mean, where do we even start? It was such <laughs> such a crazy it's adventure. Awesome. Um what why why did you invite us just curious
1: uh i just kind of went there myself most of the time because I, I go and visit them as much as i can like, just say we're really cool been... they're pretty cool yeah, yeah we're cool I guys. Thought, uh, just because they are not that many people go or really know about it like whenever i tell people where i'm from they're like yeah like i've no idea what this is and i guess it's pretty different from what most people here would be used to i guess yeah even like i guess even russia is pretty different but i feel like most people know what russia is about because it's a pretty big country and it's like you know it's in the media and everything yeah most people would know but Transnistria, i feel like most people i've never even heard the name never mind know what the country's like i think even you guys you didn't even realize what it's like until you actually got there not at all because it's not really
0: massive culture
1: yeah it's very it's not not very secretive but i just think like people on the inside kind of stay on the inside in a way and
0: and it's it's just not really definitely yeah it stays under the radar um I mean, even when I was like getting uh, euros, so you you have to exchange money in the country. Um, when I was getting euros, to get exchanged over there, the the woman at the uh, currency exchange, as I call it, uh, she was asking where I was going. I said Moldova, which is an even more recognizable name, and she was like, "I've never heard that my life," and like, (laughs) you know what I mean, um and I mean anyone I spoke to didn't even know what Moldova was and yeah. then I had to go like well I'm not really going to Moldova I'm kind of going to Moldova I'm going even to Transnistria obscure, and or... then they were like nah <laughs> <laughs> they were like is that in Europe? <laughs> um,
1: I think uh, what was it the guy in the video said Moldova itself is the least visited country in Europe yeah and then you have Transnistria within that so even less people know about that so it's just it's the most kind of like abandoned place there, yeah. I guess no, I, kind
0: of sense. I read a fact, I mean, I don't know how truthful this fact is, but I, I love telling people this fact purely because it's like mind-blowing if it's true. And it was that in 2011 or something uh, like that, yeah. only one person visited Transnistria. And that was Probably it. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Calvin, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Visiting. Yeah. So the,
1: that's why, just because I thought you guys would enjoy seeing something that's completely... Something most people wouldn't have seen, I guess, and yeah. I think it is honestly quite a nice country. You, was amazing. You know, so it would can... have been a good surprise, though. Like if it was kind of shit, like I don't know, like Moldova was, I probably wouldn't have taken it. But the fact that I knew mm-hmm. it was going to be nice and everything was cheap there as well, so it just, yeah, it's just a really cool place to visit for like
0: five days or however. What we went for, yeah. That so that yeah, okay. starting.
1: You guys would like to come and see what it's like?
0: Um, yeah. In terms of how good, is, like, how pretty this place is and how amazing it is, it is, like, mind-blowing. And also, thank you very much for taking us. It was amazing. Thank you for coming. But it really is. It's something, I can easily say it was the most informative, fascinating trip I've ever been on in my life. And, like, it was just so different from anything I've ever experienced. Um, And it wasn't, like, it was, like, outrageous. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was very chill. It was, but yeah, like, it's almost uh, the opposite of, like, Outrageous. Yeah. It's so down to earth. Yeah, and so that's what makes perfect. it so special. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, as I said, just like a one I feel like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully I get to go back. Um one if market. I'm invited back. <laughs> yeah. Um also fun fact you can only go to Transnistria via invite. No, that's not true. Um well yeah. I mean
1: you should probably mention if you go there, you should either yeah. know Russian or in someone that knows russian yeah. because people there will not speak
0: because <laughs> me them. and lucy would have been dead <laughs> yeah or that as well um, yeah. but well actually we're, the people are so nice as well yeah, like, like uh, they're awesome. nice in a different way uh, they're a genuine nice they're not fake nice like i feel like in the uk everyone's kind of fake nice um but there everyone was very like they only say please and thank you and sorry when it's like a necessity to say it um, and what i mean like when people bump into each other they don't say sorry it's like oh that's just like these things occur in life they're so mundane why even waste breath on it kind of thing but here we'd be like oh sorry 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 and we'd apologize a thousand times for something so insignificant yeah. um but yeah so i mean let's jump in chronologically we went to london we flew from london to transnational uh, to uh, kishnov yeah which is the capital of Moldova, which was pretty complicated in itself because getting a flight to Moldova is It's not hard, but it's kind of awkward because yeah. you can't just fly directly from Scotland to Moldova. You have to go from like Scotland to London, which we did, and then flew from London to Moldova. Or you go to like uh, Turkey. I feel like Turkey yeah, was like the I big think, one.
1: Yeah, like the, all the times that I went there, I have to take two or three different connecting flights pretty yeah. much. So the way is we mental. went was probably the most pleasant way of actually went. Well, I usually get a flight to London. Oh, from London to Glasgow, usually. Obviously, we took the bus, but yeah, usually it takes yeah. about two or three flights at least. Yeah. So it's definitely a bit of a pain because pretty much no one goes there. That's why it's so difficult to get a flight, I guess. But
0: yeah. Um, And another kind of, like, not a problem, but a weird thing would be like, we could have went to a country... I can't remember what it was actually. What the connecting flight was, we could have went to a country, stayed there a night, and then went to uh, from there to Moldova, I think which it was Turkey yeah. was it Turkey? I think so, yeah. Um, but I can't remember what the deal was. But would would have needed a visa or something like that. Remember,
1: just because we staying there for like, yeah. over a day or something,
0: it was really <laughs> complicated anyway. Um, but Moldova, you don't need a visa for unless you stay over ninety days, right? Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Something like a lot of days, yeah. so we didn't need to worry about that. Um it's actually quite straightforward to get there and go to Moldova. It wasn't it seemed quite modernized and commercial and quite Oh
1: until Brexit happens, but Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then
0: everything is ruined. Um but yeah, so we got to Moldova. Um we then took uh your grandfather's friend's car. Yeah. Like he drove us with your grandfather from Kishnov to Taraspo, Taraspo yeah. being the capital of uh, Transnistria. Transnistria. Um, and we had to go through border control from Moldova to Transnistria, which was probably, like, even though it was really easy, everything went pretty smoothly. It was the, one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. Well,
1: like. In fact, there was two border controls. It was two different sets yeah. of border controls. Because yeah.
0: there's like a no man's land in between. Yeah. Um, so we stop at the, well, presumably the Moldovan one yep. to begin with.
1: Just, you just had to stop the car for literally like a second and just keep yeah. driving. That's all you have to do for that one.
0: And then what was the one we actually had to stop? That's the transition one. Right. So we had to stop at the transition one, get out, uh, go into like a little office. Also, there's no like, I don't know why I thought this was so strange, but there's no like car park and like that. You just pull off of the side of the road yeah and get out it's I just yeah. abandon your car get out we got into the uh, this little office area where by the way everyone's military there no, there's no police there voice, yeah. For sure, yeah lucy was like pretty like normal about it she was smiling oh thank you please and all this stuff i was scared like i'm gonna be honest i was pretty scared i was sweating everyone carried guns i'm like guns they, they could kill me i'm scared <laughs> um and I feel like, in a, in a way, they kind of play on it. like Yeah, I
1: think, well, I think, especially when like, we went back, you can kind of tell that like, their jobs are so boring, they kind of enjoy having a bit of power. Mm. Especially when they see, like, they don't see, obviously, like, many foreigners yeah. or anything. So when they do, they're kind of like, oh, fresh meat. Yeah. Like, they, they, I don't think most of them mean bad, in a way, but they nah. definitely it's like, just, it's, get a little bored, I guess, bored, it's, I guess yeah. almost.
0: But it's yeah. just a little bit of fun, yeah. but it is scary. But actually, well, I'll jump to this story then. We went from Taraspo back to Moldova for a day, or Kishna uh, for a day, and we had to stop back at this, uh, the border control, and they check, you get these little temporary passport card things, like a visitor. Basically
1: sp- a convenient visa. I guess. Yeah,
0: um, so. which, which is what your grandfather basically got us, like they, I don't know what he said, but he made sure we got them, and yeah. like everyone went really smoothly, so shout out. <laughs> to my grandpa shout out to your grandpa. Big, big alex, alex. <laughs> big alex <laughs> um but yeah actually timestamp stamp that um i'll show you the photo i hope i'm allowed to show like uh stuff like that right yeah
1: well i mean if you're asking me then yeah sure yeah it's,
0: it's good enough so basically we get these little these little white passport things uh visas little visas um and then the way back out you have to show it, you have to show every time you leave and enter uh Transnistria or Moldova and they they kinda like stop the bus and you they go through everyone and I remember like kinda like hand it over, taking my hat off, like looking very presentable, like straight face. And the guy's like looking at it and kinda looks back up to me. And then lays it and lays it up And I'm like, oh my please. god, like, oh, please <laughs> and he just gives me and like there's no bother but like this guy is like full army uniform like like a, I don't know. It was a
1: little bit over the top.
0: Yeah. And then even on the way back, it was even crazier because that guy's hat was like, dude, did you see how big his hat was? Yeah. Like that was a lot of hat he had on. Um, But I mean, I, I, even though it went really well, it was still, it was very yeah. intimidating. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Um, But yeah, border control actually went really smoothly. So we left, we kept going. Um, Also, the the guns they carry are very old looking. Do you know what I mean they're not like when we see, um, like police carrying weapons and like not weapon. You know what I mean like the, what, what am I saying? When we see like armed Arms, security yeah. and like airports and stuff like that, they're all like dressed in black and it looks very modern and they're like have these yeah. I don't know modern looking guns if that makes sense. These guys were carrying stuff that looked like were used during nineties at least. Yeah, like yeah, back in I the day. <clears throat> Yeah, it was, it was a weird experience on, on that kind of stuff. But anyway, we go, we pass, we go through uh, kind of the second biggest city um, Yep, uh, Benderi,
1: or Bender as it's called in English, but Benderi is the <laughs> um, native language.
0: And then we go to, uh, to uh, Taraspo, Taraspo yeah. and, yeah. So when we get to Taraspo, it's kind of like, you, you you described it better as like a massive town rather than yeah a small it, doesn't, city. it is
1: i guess it's almost like the size of a city but yeah. it definitely doesn't feel like a city in yeah. any way because you, you obviously you have the town center but even in the town center you have things that you'd never seen any other town center pretty much it just feels like a big village almost in a way
0: yeah um it has six hundred thousand people, something around there. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah. Maybe I'm making this number up. I don't know. Um, but it's yeah, it is like a big city, uh, a bigger uh, town rather than yeah. a small city. But we were staying in basically the city center, right?
1: Very close to it, yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So Andrew's grandparents stay. They they must stay like bang in the city center, right? Again, yeah, of course not within the
1: radius, yeah.
0: Well, it looked like yeah. there was very few high rise buildings and stuff like that out with where they kind of stayed.
1: Yeah, well, I think yeah, you you've got your apartment blocks. So I think most people live in flats and mm-hmm. tall apartment blocks. I think most people like. Oh, well, it's kind of weird because you can have like little kind of almost farmhouses. Like, do you remember when we went at night to see the woman? There's a of like in that area. There's a lot. There's all of like little farmhouses, almost like little one floor yeah, houses. Yeah. yeah. And then right next to that is, like, massive 9-4 apartment buildings. Yeah. So I think the kind of 9-4 apartment buildings came about because, obviously, during the war, second world war, that is, the boys got destroyed pretty heavily got, like, bombed and stuff. So yeah. you had to, like, <coughs> build up lots of accommodation for people really fast. So right, instead yeah. of, like, building like individual houses like you have here, you had to pretty much just build, like, massive Everything, houses yeah. just so everyone can live somewhere. So that's why you have, like, so many, like massive apartment blocks, basically. But yeah. you also have little t- houses that people built themselves pretty much yeah. as well.
0: Um, Yeah. So, how much of it was destroyed during World War 2? Quite a lot, yeah. yeah.
1: Not everything, but there's pretty yeah. heavily, I think. A lot, well, definitely a lot of the buildings were definitely rebuilt, and then, yeah. it's Quite a lot of stuff, yeah, basically.
0: It does kind of seem like it's been lost in time ever since, like, maybe, like, the 50s. Well, I think,
1: days. ever since communism fell, I think you kind of... right well the whole country kind of tries to stay in that era during like the cold war yeah because i don't you, know if you, you want can... to go into that now but oh yeah like, let's, let's just jump right in right basically yeah, the, the whole kind of i guess you could say selling point for this country <laughs> Seven point. most obviously after communism fell most countries are like yeah so that was really bad let's not think about that push down under the carpet let's take down all the statues of lenin and all that like obviously all the countries like russia ukraine Moldova, Bulgaria, whatever, all those kind of countries, they kind of moved on and yeah. started their own... They're commune. almost ashamed of it and embarrassed Yeah, they became it. very westernised and obviously it was, it was it was horrible things happened, so not without reason. So they all kind of moved past it, but Transnistria, on the other hand, they're like... They embraced it. Now mate, communism was... Lit. Let's, <laughs> let's stay, let's party up with the communism. So you see like... Like, yeah, I'm sure you saw, like, three or four statues of Lenin. Uh, way more than that. Yeah, though. well, I'm just saying during your stay, there's way more, but there's, like, statues of Lenin about I have people. at least,
0: like, five photos yeah, right. of statues of Lenin, like. Yeah, just, like, communism. Maybe six.
1: Like, we have, like, so many war memorials. We've got, like, yeah. tanks with the communism, uh, communist stars. Yeah. Just war memorials everywhere. And it's a country that I think is still not really proud, but it's still, it almost longs for that era. Do you yeah. know what I mean? um definitely and, I think. Yeah. and there's, there's, there's of... there are reasons for that i think oh well there's a there's a good there's a really good uh video that went viral about six months ago where the guy called uh boden bankrupt went to moldova and uh he kind of explained it pretty well in his video is this if the vlog one yeah right yeah yeah. so he kind of like he was like one of the very first like popular vloggers that actually went to moldova and he was like i think at the start he was like kind of like oh it's the country no one goes to so it'll be quite funny to go and visit mm-hmm. just see how bad it is but I think he kind of goes and visits it and actually realizes why. Like, how it's good and n- how it's bad. Well, yeah, well, I think he realizes how bad Moldova is. Oh, right, you know, right. But he kind of realizes why no one goes and visits it and like the kind of the reasons behind all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think the main reason, I guess, to give that kind of a bit of an explanation why Transnistria is so in touch with like the whole communism side and why yeah. it wants to kind of keep a grasp on that is because just life for people was just so much better back then, basically, because ever since kind of communism ended, like basically like people got less money like buildings stopped getting built because like, everything was kind of happening during that era obviously a lot of bad things are happening but to the people to the normal people a lot of good things are happening you know there was a sense of community like mm-hmm. people got jobs people uh, people got paid people had something to do the government was flourishing; everything was happening do you know what i mean and then after it kind of finished like uh, people stopped getting jobs like the whole and that's why it kind of broke away as well i guess because basically what happened why it's an independent country i guess was when because obviously you had the USSR and that was yep. part of USSR so when communism fell apart everything broke away and all the countries want to be their separate countries you know Ukraine wanted to be Ukraine Moldova wanted to be Moldova and then uh, Transnistria which was kind of its own state but it was also part of Moldova during that time it was very uh, kind of pushed to be a part of Moldova and right. part of the Moldovan people but because of kind of kinda Russian people lived there they're like well we don't want to be a part of Moldova because we're not Moldovan people yeah, we yeah. don't want to be uh, get forced by Moldovan culture to speak their language and like be a part of their culture We want to kind of be because the Russian people want to stay like Russian people and have a Russian culture So that's why they're like, right, we'll be our own state Then we'll kind of have some kind of ties with Russia like very old ties. But so they kind of just wanted us to stay as their own people be their own country But then no one really recognized that just because mm-hmm. it was kind of weird, I guess, or anything that happens And that's why they always, always also tried to kind of stay communism, uh, communists Sorry. Uh, just because it was kind of better for them because to be their own independent country just was not working yeah, out basically they, they
0: couldn't survive uh, self-sufficiently yeah and bare, they still have well, quite
1: strong ties to russia because i'm pretty sure russia supplies a lot of the gas for them because yeah. i'm pretty sure when they went to the yeah. farm you could literally see ukraine and you could see all of the kind of all the kind of pipelines and stuff mm-hmm. like that for oil and gas so it's still got quite close ties i guess and that's why it's, it's
0: um, really complicated <laughs> it's kind of strange because when you think about these places like Ukraine um, and Moldova and I feel like when you research them Ukraine, Moldova uh, what's the neighbouring country to Moldova on the other side? Bulgaria maybe or Romania sorry Romania, Romania yeah um, Romania and uh, like all that sort of uh, the, the eastern bloc or whatever it's very like they just kind of brand them all the same and um, and then that, that is, well, I mean, I've never been to Ukraine and I've never been to uh, Romania. But I've been to Moldova now and I've been to Transnistria. And that's, Transnistria is within Moldova. Yeah. And those cultures alone are so drastically different, like yeah. beyond belief.
1: Well, plus it's also weird because in uh, Transnistria, I think you have something like 40 or 50% of the people are Russian. Mm. Then about 30% or something like that are Moldovan. And then like 20% are Ukrainians. Yeah so you have just like a cesspool of different cultures just within just year. yeah so that kind of makes it just such a weird voice as well I guess just because you have people speaking I guess different languages and being from yeah. different kind of cultures well, rather than everyone just being Russian or whatever you actually do have quite a lot of different people from different kind of countries and that's why like, when you grow up uh, and actually when I was in school you get uh, taught like a bunch of different languages. Like you get to choose between Moldovan and Ukrainian to get taught in school. What did I you? Went with English. I English. I chose Moldovan. You chose Moldovan. So I was I was learning English and Moldovan, but I also could have been learning Ukrainian as well.
0: So people. But speaking. you were growing up speaking Russian. Yeah. That's so people speak speaking a bunch of <laughs> languages. Yeah. Um, yeah. So going back to you saying like uh, how they kind of do love communism. Or how they've held on to that ideology. They've got and that culture. Fond
1: memories is yeah. probably the best way to describe it. They don't like um, want it back or anything, but they they, yeah. they look at it in a much in a much better light than most They look at it like their younger
0: people. years of joy and happiness and how everything was good and basically, yeah. yeah. And now they're all it, a yeah. bit like oh what they're now? Still <laughs> like, yeah,
1: they're still like Soviet cafes and all that and yeah, obviously um, it's Yeah, so just a bunch of good That's a good know, thing
0: to talk about. Yeah. The tank that you spoke about earlier as uh, correct me if I'm wrong the first tank that the U- uh, that R- USSR used to fight against the Nazis well
1: in that in Taraspo so there's a, a statue of a tank which you could probably put a picture up of. oh yeah so it's kind of like literally in the city centre it's just standing right there uh, so and that is the first tank that entered Taraspo when fighting the German on the Nazi occupation during World War Two, and they've still got that tank just kind of sitting there
0: and it looks pretty cool and we've got photos all over it Tom climbed it, yeah Yeah, Lucy tried to climb it but she, she fell off it <laughs> uh, I wish I had Could some good died. video of that No, man, I, I felt so bad Yeah She cut her hand open and had to do first aid Oh, well, I can put in the first aid video
1: Imagine going to Russian Falling off, falling a, off tank. a tank That is a story That's Good pretty, job, Lucy That
0: is pretty Soviet right nice. there Also, the tea we're drinking Oh, yeah uh, Do we have the thing? No oh, I think you left it in the kitchen Ah I'll put up a, a timestamp of the, this as well. I'll put up some, some tea. It's
1: called, uh, in fact, it's called Svorov tea, which is right next to the tank, in fact, in the city centre. We saw a big statue of the guy called Svorov. Yep. You took a picture with him, I, I did, yeah. I'll put up that So he's well. basically the founder of Taraspo. and I think that was founded in 1790s or something like that, back in the old days. But he's basically the founder of the city. Basically, the city used to be like, kind of like a part of Turkey and it was ruled by like Turkish people and then kind of Russia came in and Fought them off for a while and it was kind of back and forth but he was kind of the guy who finally fought them off and founded the city oh in fact that goes uh, there's another great story about see the big castle which i by in benderi mm-hmm, yeah so yeah in the neighboring town there's like a quite an old castle slash stronghold whatever you want to call it it's a pretty cool story so that was kind of like a, a Turkish stronghold i think at one point and they were defending against like russian people coming in and stuff like that so that Savarov guy who founded the town used a pretty cool strategy. He basically didn't have that many soldiers to siege the castle with. So what he done was he made the soldiers kind of run around in circles to make it okay. Like he had more soldiers, <laughs> so they were basically seeing the same people running over and over again. But it kind of looked like It was a very big army. Massive army. army. So when like the Turkish people saw that they were okay to just kind of ran away from the castle because they, they thought they'd get overrun by all those people.
0: And they were like, let's duck out before. And that's they, kind of how he won that. So
1: he was the guy that founded the city. So he's kind of like the. Yeah. The, one of the biggest figures there, and that's the tea we're drinking is. Oh yeah, head. it's named after him. Yeah,
0: and even more so was as like branded with um, Sheriff. It's like Sheriff tea, yeah. and Sheriff yeah. is like a massive uh, brand or company. Umbrella or, Corporation. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Umbrella so. Corporation over there, and they own like stadiums literally massive football stadiums they own all the shop. like, shops Like the, they don't own all the shops but they own all like the supermarkets if that makes sense it's like, like the tesco yeah Taraspo. do they have any competition now?
1: pretty much no, no. they're okay, the biggest kind of yeah. yeah you still
0: have like little shops like little semi-independent yeah. shops and stuff like that but they're the ones that have like supermarkets actually yeah. they have a like, hyper market is that what it's oh, called
1: a was it a hypermarket?
0: I can't um. remember. It's massive. Area. Yeah, it's like a supermarket on AQs or something. <laughs> yeah. <meant> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like um, every Tesco you've ever seen in your life put Temp5 together. Five or something, yeah. Um, and they own all the fuel stations and stuff like that. they got like
1: benches with the stuff. Yeah. much like, so much stuff just Everything. branded with the kind of name, yeah.
0: Which seems very uh, anti-communist.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of like, because obviously I think it's a very good thing that we went now rather than waiting like five or ten years because i think it's changing the country is definitely changing because maybe yeah. like when i was growing up it was still very old-fashioned and it yeah. wasn't that much kind of western influence shall i say but it was kind of slowly changing and now you can kind of see it <clears throat> maybe mid-transition because maybe half of the stuff is still quite old and maybe communist and you know what i mean like, yeah yeah very kind of ancient looking, or mid '90s looking. Yeah, you know, from a normal period. It does look like a, a throwback. And then yeah. right next to that is very, it's very y uh, You have like all these like big fancy shops, like Apple shops, and yeah. you know massive supermarkets, and like basically like westernized kind of stuff. Which I think um, partly is because of a lot of like criminals and gangsters coming in with loads of money, and obviously it's because it's really cheap to live there there starting their own businesses and whatnot in the Western eyes not that boys. So Although, if, yeah, s-
0: saying that the it seems like everything's pretty good there. The crime seems very low. Yeah. Um. This is in Transnistria, not Malantua. Uh, in Transnistria crime seems very low. Everyone has like a good morale. Everyone seems like pretty happy actually. Mm. Um. There's a, like a kid's play park on every corner. It's a very clean place. Um, like they've got a skate park and it was like absolute hustling bustling like during there's like no homeless people as well no because I mean, when we were
1: driving up to the town on the, fer- on the very first day there was like a poster and being like oh you mm. need like work we can come work in the fields like it was like a very kind of like come work for a day get paid so basically if people don't have jobs it's very easy to find just it's like come a, work in working like a field or something
0: hire a hand for a day kind of thing yeah so um, so I think it's kind of
1: easy for yeah. people to find something to do at least so we, we literally didn't see a single homeless person no, no there was of no homeless, homeless cats but that's, uh, oh, yeah. that's a whole other topic. <laughs> Uh
0: no, no homeless people yeah like, um, it, th- there wasn't like a lot of things to do for kids in the sense of like bowling alleys and stuff like that but that I feel like that is why the kids have something to do they're not spoiled for choice yeah. in a sense they're just, they're, again, down to earth. They have, they, they look for community over anything else. They they hang about together and, like, you have a beach uh, that's part of their, yeah. the river Nestor. Nestor, yeah. Um, and people go to that and, like, I just, everyone is doing something.
1: But again, yeah, I feel like that's changing because pretty much what you described was how I grew up. And I think I was very lucky, but I think a lot of that kind of stuff is changing now. Yeah. With the whole kind of Western influence, I think. A lot of kids nowadays are just like on their phones and spending their time yeah. indoors rather than going out because you didn't really see that many. Well, I guess we, Other we came than when that, it was school. The,
0: time, the skate park was like even. Full of people. Yeah, but. But we did go to an actual amusement park, which is like a. Yeah, it was like an amusement park, it had yeah. like a ferris wheel and like. And it was like an actual park stuff. as well. <laughs> yeah, within a. Like a public park. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was empty. Yeah. There was no one there, no kids there and i feel like like if we, i don't know like that's something you'd expect people to use but i guess that is showing that transition because yeah, when i like, when i was growing
1: changing. up that place was in like every day and yeah. we went there at peak time we went there at, like 4, 3 4 p.m or something yeah just, just this, like the schools are finishing yeah. and stuff like that people were out and about yeah because when i was growing up i remember that place being absolutely packed and pretty much everyone was there and then yeah. o- obviously the beach as well that was pretty empty i think when i saw it
0: i was busier than any River based beach I've ever seen, but oh, well, yeah, but still, it definitely on, like, didn't 10, well, it wasn't busy,
1: 10, 20 people tops, yeah.
0: and most of them were adults as well, they yeah. like an older generation of people going for a swim together and stuff. so and it's, It is
1: definitely changing, but it's still, it's still kind of mid transition, I think. And I was yeah. very lucky to have grown up when it was still kind of when it was good, <laughs> when it was good, basically, yeah, peak, Simply, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and I've, I'm very grateful that I got to see it before it's got completely radicalized by by the, the, the plague of western culture um but yeah it, it was quite an experience um in regards to the kind of soviet stuff it does have all the kind of like communist stuff it does have ussr and whatnot it's not as riddled with it as i thought i thought it would be absolutely mm-hmm. like drenched in it yeah it's, yeah, um, it's not too bad <laughs> but it's it was like at the same time I, in my head i kind of thought oh well i won't have any of it do you know what i mean i won't have any of that kind of stuff but it was kind of like that sweet spot <laughs> it was in places instead of having like big statues everywhere We've converted them <laughs> <him. laughs> <laughs> um it was like the little things that was like whoa that's that's yeah. so like the carl's Marx street do you know what yeah. i mean that's that kind of stuff uh carl carl Marx street um that's something that I, like, I, I expected less, like, to actually have... He has a, a street named after him. Um, and then, uh, like... um,
1: It's I, just, like, really normal things that maybe yeah. you wouldn't expect. And it's not, like, they're not, like, shoving it in your face, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just, like, oh, there's a street called Karl Marx. Yeah. Or so, oh, there's a tank here, you know what I mean? Yeah. it's not Like,
0: we have, um, I don't know, like, Mandela, Nelson Mandela Street in Glasgow. Yeah. It's, like, we don't have big statues of, like, people are relevant to our culture but instead we have little subtle things like a street named after them or uh, even the fact that uh, some people just kind of had like a, um like uh, a star and sickle sticker on their car and things <laughs> yeah. like that just little subtle yeah. things you think oh that's a bit that's a bit strange but I mean <laughs> I get it I, I get like the deal but I guess we have uh, people that have uh, yes stickers and no stickers on their cars yeah. Basically the same thing, but um that's to like a, a political idea that's basically completely obsolete, yeah. All over that no, area. It's, yeah, it's not
1: even political for them, it's more like I don't know what it's
0: nostalgic.
1: Yeah. Like, th- it's more like an aesthetic thing rather than yeah. politics almost. Like um yeah.
0: it's weird to describe, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know Also, I saw way more ladders than I ever thought <laughs> I'd see in my life. <laughs> um I've had my my yearly and and what uh, what's the what saying? My yearly dose of ladder ladder viewing. In five days. In five days, yeah. Uh ladders communist stickers Carl Karl Marx Street uh what else? Lots of Lenin statues, a lot like a whole lot of Lenin like <laughs> he he must be the guy over there, like people big fan. Um But yeah, jumping from that, let's talk about the actual like ideologies of people because I feel like right. that is what really sell sold it for me and what why this place like made such an impact on my way of thinking and sort of like I don't know how to sort of articulate what I'm trying to say but everyone was so content. Like everyone was so not even necessarily ecstatically happy or anything at like peace, that. At peace, maybe at peace. That's exactly it. They were at peace. They have the the uh, bare necessities they have the the bare minimum and they're good with it they don't need any more that's how it seemed to me it seemed like yeah. they they make enough to survive uh to pay their rent or uh, yeah to pay their rent and buy their food and a lot of people also grow their own food on the side like your grandparents yeah. grow almost like. At least over seventy five percent of what they eat is grown by themselves. Yeah, like most
1: of the stuff we had for dinner was <coughs> yeah. Well, oh, of the stuff was from their farm, or if not, it was like stuff made by their friends by their from friends, yeah. either their farm or their friends' farm or something yeah. like that. Yeah,
0: <coughs> which is such a an amazing thing. Like we, uh, your grandmother's friend made me meatballs. Yeah. Um, without any eggs in them because he was like, oh, I can't have eggs. Um so when we met her, your grandmother handed over something for her and she handed something back, like a barter system kinda of thing, like, yeah. Oh I you do me a favour, I'll do you a favour, yeah. kinda of thing. And like there's nothing like that really. I know we like we kinda have that, but no near. So more formal and it's yeah. not
1: actually. People don't use they did it as it. the way to actually yeah. get stuff. It's more like presents to somebody else, yeah.
0: It seemed like over there they did it out of complete like it was it was natural. It was almost it. like a chain system in yeah. way. Yeah. Um it was uh, it seemed very intuitive, like the it was a normal thing to do there. And it yeah. probably is, like, yeah, like no, it's something they do all the time. Is, yeah. Um but yeah, what we ate was amazing. Like I've never <laughs> yeah. eaten so much so consistently. I feel like my stomach had swollen. Right, yeah, yeah. They do like to eat a lot, that's um, for sure. <laughs> and I, I like to eat a lot as well, so that's that right in. <laughs> um the food The food wasn't actually that strange. Um, It was more like, Mm. uh, not minimalist, but it was like simple food. It was like...
1: Well, I think because we had so many... The three of us had so many dietary restrictions. We were fairly limited as to what they could actually give us. But even then, I think the food's not, I guess, that weird as people might think, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, So, yeah. I can't eat eggs or nuts due to allergies. Andrew is vegetarian and yep. Lucy's vegan, so we were like basically <laughs> the worst, the underwear. worst people they feed, yeah. Um, but I feel like we ate quite a lot actually. Yeah. Like um, the I feel like did we what was the soup we had? Uh, I was just kind of trying to what, remember. What's a uh, borscht?
1: Right, so borscht is like uh, turnip soup or something. No, oh, it's beetroot soup. Sorry. Beetroot so it's Beetroot soup. soup with like, and you could put some cream or like sour cream yeah. called smetana on it. Right. So that's nothing. Did any you call that? that? Smutana. That's Spatana. like Russian Norfolk sour cream, basically. Okay. So that was boring. So I don't think we had any of that. But I think, uh, I can't remember what kind of soup. But had, it was just kind of a yeah. normal kind of soup, I think.
0: We had, yeah. It, it was like was, potato. It seemed like and, normal soup to yeah, me, yeah. Like but what was, uh, well, the best thing about that soup, or the best thing about that culture, is that they put, um, Boop. yeah, the coolest thing about the soup, or in my opinion, the the actual like best tasting thing about the, the soup, was that they put sour cream in it.
1: Okay, that and, was not what I expected you to say, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that, why
0: is that not a thing everywhere? I don't know, man. People, like, people need to learn. Uh, like, when you're, like, I'd read about this as a thing. Um, I mean, I, I researched quite a lot, actually, if I'm being honest. I shouldn't have, I feel like it,
1: it's called reflections this something. Yeah.
0: Good. Anyway, I, I looked at it a lot, and I when, uh, so before I was going, I mean, like, oh, I looked at no, this. I'm and sorry. then, uh, so I was, I, but I had forgotten about it. So when they did it, I was like, why is, why did Andrew's grandma just put <laughs> put sour cream on it? Is this a normal thing? And I was like, wait, that's a thing. Um that like these this area of, of countries do. And when I tried, I was like, this is actually really amazing. <laughs> like I couldn't believe how well it tasted and how it's not caught on anywhere else. But uh, it's weird because the, the sour cream basically like curdles instantly and has these little like sour cream Curdly bits it's almost
1: it? like putting butter in something in a way yeah it's, except it's it's because like it's the so
0: hot, it's hot and the cold and the dairy and the do you know what i mean it's just like, works. It, it works it works pretty well actually in fact
1: the other thing you found out was uh was it, cheese and jam oh my
0: yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> i need to yeah. highly apologize to my parents for that one because my mom and dad eat cheese and jam all the time like cheese and jam on bread and then uh andrew's grandmother's like slapping the bread down slapping some cheese on it slapping put, me as well, putting it <laughs> putting some um homemade jam on it strawberry jam and i'm like oh god i'm gonna have to persevere and eat this and i'm like eating it i'm like oh my god heaven <laughs> in my mouth i honestly in that first day of trying it i think i had about six slices of of that, uh, and that's not even like that's not even that half of it. I ate so much, <laughs> honestly. That's what I need to reflect on how much I ate during really? that, that trip. Um, yeah, because on, on day one alone, to be fair, we spent maybe
1: like 20 to 30 percent of our time there just eating, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like.
0: yeah. Um, also, Andrew's grandparents do not speak a word of English, or they, the, your well, granddad my, my, my tries like, his hardest, yeah. Um, He's a connoisseur
1: of the, the, the languages. Yeah.
0: Uh Sprechen Sie Deutsch. <laughs> um but and also me and Lizzie obviously don't speak a word of Russian, so Andrew was our number one guy here. We had to like basically use him as a means Google of translator. any sort of communication. <laughs> uh he translated everything back and forth. Uh so shout out to Andrew for being best translator, translator Eat. of the year award. Um but Andrew's grandparents were so accommodating, and honestly, I feel like by the last day, I was starting to understand them. I love it. Like in a weird way, I feel like uh, our more physical communication was coming out, and you could actually like gesture and understand, and you're getting a hang of like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking nonsense, but no. No, I, I you, feel yeah, like
1: because I, 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 I kind of have to on with them for like at least thirty minutes or something, yeah. and you kind of get on pretty well. Things. think. We're, so. we're holding
0: our <laughs> holding our end up um and what was that? I, I feel like i was gonna say so. oh yeah the food right when we got there the first thing we ate was and we were in your uh grandparents house and the first thing we ate was porridge Porridge. Yeah. and i'm like i'm i'm not a huge fan of porridge like i wouldn't make it by choice but when i ate that porridge i was like whoa it's pretty good porridge i don't know what was in it that made it taste so good it's probably just i think yeah it wasn't even
1: it was, yeah it was like packaged porridge I bought from a supermarket it wasn't anything
0: super fancy it's still, still pretty good yeah. so I was like that's pretty good and then I tried your yeah. porridge which is like what was that again
1: it's called I'm not sure what the English <clears throat> word for it it's called a grechka and it just kind of looks like black rice almost I guess and it's got the same kind of mushy texture yeah and it's a very popular kind of it's not even like a porridge it can it can be used as like a like an afternoon <clears throat> meal I guess it, you can eat it right. at any time of the day but yeah it's kind of like a porridge but it's yeah, it's very kind of it's basically it's, the equivalent of a black bread it's it's very healthy for you but right. it's, if you're not used to it it's not very pleasant well, yeah. i guess yeah
0: i don't know if i was just uh tired because we had been traveling all night or like and i felt like I'd be a bit off or whatever but when i tried that i was thinking oh my god is this the food that i'm gonna be eating all week like i've honestly tried that and i was like this is one of the worst flavors i've ever <laughs> had in my mouth
1: I really like it personally, but
0: I yeah, you if, like, if, no if you're
1: not used to it, it's the bit of a weird one.
0: I'm really glad though that Lucy also ate it and was like, "That's really bad." <laughs> like I was thinking, is this just me? I, my taste buds off? But no, that that was so bad. <laughs> but that I think that and there was something else. But everything else was better than I've ever tried before in my life. Mm. Like, and what was the other
1: thing? Like the tea. I know Lucy. Didn't the tea really was like pretty tea. good. I quite like the tea. The right. tea was
0: fine. Um, trying to think what else might we tried so much uh, potatoes french style pretty good uh, doesn't have cheese in it, just grated cheese just shredded, cheese. <laughs> shredded yeah. cheese an iconic line by Andrew's grandmother um, and oh oh yeah We again, we've already said this but if you go there, which I highly recommend, you need to know Russian to some degree or you need to know someone that knows Russian and take them with you because even though this place is I must see, I, I honestly, I, and even more so now than ever, because if it is changing, you yeah, need to see it before I'd it does change. recommend going soon if you're going to go, yeah. Um, You need to know Russian, because no one there knows English, and the people who do know English will talk to you in English and stuff. Like, we bumped into one woman, I think it was only ever one woman that spoke English. Right? Pretty much,
1: yeah, I think. Um, tr- she tried to speak English, yeah.
0: But at least she tries. you know, yeah. she get like... She, she probably really learned nice at stuff. school or something. Yeah. remember that some way. Um, she almost seemed a bit excited that there was probably. Yeah. Well, like I think
1: most people that see foreigners are excited because yeah. they're not used to it at all. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. you were kind of celebrities there for a few days. Yeah, I think.
0: yeah. Everyone kind of looked the same way there. No offense. Like I'm not not you not in a racist stood out way. A little bit the, yeah, Everyone has a consistent uh, look. Uh, like, God, do I sound racist. I'm digging no, no. myself a hole. Um. I don't even know how to describe it because it's not very—it's not a European style you see anywhere else.
1: Well, I think just because of the climate, most people are wearing clothes that are fit for that climate. So, most like, yeah. people were wearing shorts or dresses. Yeah. Probably like sandals, stuff like that. there well, would people with no shorts on sometimes. But yeah. It's it's very like, it's like when you go to the beach, almost it's kind of like that in a way. Yeah. Almost, but yeah, it's very it's very relaxed as well. When people don't really like try to like put on like mad kind of fashion trends or anything like that they just kind of like put on wherever's comfortable and wherever
0: again it's, it's just a very down to earth community yeah. it's just nice people nice ideologies just so, so I'm
1: rocking up with his like van flip flops and whatnot. yeah <laughs> stood out a little bit <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah I feel like I did look a bit people did there was a few stares Damn, and, Gucci sandals though. Well. <laughs> um, uh, th- th- these are lies I don't do this um what was i gonna say oh yeah we we saw two asian people and one american and those were the only people that were like out with the people that clearly lived there yeah um and for all we know the asian people could have been actually living there yeah i have no idea um, speaking, but, but the american guy like he spoke like what, he was at the, our hotel american he was like the accent. only
1: other person we saw at our hotel yeah. i'm pretty sure so Oh, and, and the receptions to the hotel spoke no English. Yeah. Because you tried to ask for like... Uh, I asked
0: for a hairdryer and she was like looking at me and then she like, I think she brought up toilet roll. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I had to like show her a photo of a hairdryer. Yeah, so. Um, also, what's really funny, I thought that because uh, Transnistria is so unrecognised by the rest of the world, my phone, uh, Vodafone kept saying, Oh, welcome to Ukraine. Welcome to Moldova, depending where I was kinda of like standing in the city. Yeah. Um so it constantly informed me like of places I definitely wasn't in. You know? And I didn't know which issue was obviously well. Oh, yeah. so. No idea. It's pretty funny. Um I even said at one point, welcome to Romania and I was like, Come on, there's an entire country between us, what's going on here? Um Have you got any good stories? Like I've got tons of my head coming, but are you nah, I'll probably bounce off yours once um, you know. go. <laughs> so uh, do you wanna tell the Easter egg thing? Just to get it right, the horse Easter egg. All oh, right, yeah. So wait, that yeah. Do you just actually celebrate Easter, fully? Yes. Okay, but so not... Yeah, it's
1: it's kind of like our religion <clears throat> is uh like a subversion, I guess, of Christianity. Right. So it's called Russian Orthodox, right? Which is basically Christianity with some some small changes.
0: I think. I feel like people uh, will definitely recognize its symbol.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like a cross, and then. With like an extra added side design, don't probably put it in the picture, but yeah, it's very similar to Christianity, just a little kind of different version of it, I guess. Um, and all uh, people are religious there. I think it's a fairly yeah. it was a lot of churches. Yeah. In
0: fact, just that you said that, I feel like the church was the only thing that looked uh not not like uh, how do I word it? like it looked extravagant. It was the only yeah. thing that looked extravagant. That yeah. and. Uh, like government buildings, yeah. they were the only two things that were like big and and marble and shiny and very 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 looked after. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I honestly forgot what I was talking about there. Stories. <laughs> what or What brought me onto this? Uh, why was I talking about churches, Orthodox? Uh, church. Pay- oh, Easter egg. Right, Easter. Yeah. Right, so yeah. You celebrate Easter. Yep. But before we do the Easter thing, you don't, you do celebrate Christmas, but you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas we celebrate
1: on the 7th of January. And it's quite mediocre. But yeah, Christmas is like, I guess like kind of New Year's and Christmas are kind of reversed in roles. Right. Because here, Christmas is like the the big event and New Year's is kind of like an afterthought. Yeah. Whereas in Russia, it's the other way around. New Year's is like the big thing. And like for like Russian kids, it's during New Year's that Santa Claus actually of comes and that's oh, right, where all right. the presents and that's where all the kind of big stuff happens and then uh christmas is just kind of a, an afterthought at that point christmas is just like oh okay yeah, yeah pretty much so that's yeah, kind of like a big difference i guess for people that are not used to that
0: right and I say the easter egg thing
1: <laughs> right yeah so during easter so we obviously we've got a picture of the big statue uh, in the center of town and uh there's a horse and the horse has uh fairly big balls to put it subtly <laughs> And uh, it's a very fun tradition to paint those uh, <laughs> eggs, and uh, Easter colors as if they were Easter eggs. <laughs> this happens every year, and it's a very fun tradition. Uh, I'm not sure how they get up so high because it's a pretty big statue, and yeah. they must climb up it or something. But it happens, and it's a it's a very it's a tradition very close to my heart. Of course, but as
0: it as it should be. Um, so we went from. Transnistria, to Moldova for a day. We took an entire day and went Day to, three was Kishinev, yes. Yeah, so we went to Kishnov, uh, the capital of Moldova. And I must say, if uh, Transnistria was anything like Kishinev, I wouldn't have enjoyed myself, I don't think. Yeah. I would have enjoyed day one for just the experience of the culture, but that would have been enough for me. Yeah. Because Kishnov was... Uh, it was...
1: Not this nice place.
0: Yeah, it's not brilliant to yeah. be honest. It's this makes sense why people don't visit Moldova. Um, it's it's like it's not even run down and it's kind of like parts of it are. Oh, well, definitely are, the yeah. stairs
1: and like little yeah. passage bits. It is a very poor country and um, it is overrun by corrupt politicians.
0: In fact, I take it back. It's pretty run down because when we did get there, there was steps. So. A weird thing is that there's very few places to cross roads in moldova you go under the road yeah. there's like these underground lane things yeah um
1: i think it's a fairly european thing but definitely just. i don't think, a I don't think i've one. ever seen that anywhere else. i think it's maybe it is kind but, of a european thing
0: um but even at that these stairs are all janked up broken wrecked uh, everyone's like run down um in that sense like it also has like a, it must have a crazy large population within the city because it, there was yeah. people everywhere, cars everywhere. There's, there's definitely like, what I was
1: saying there's no homeless people in Taraspo, there's definitely so many oh, yeah. homeless, poor
0: people yeah. there for sure. Um, And in Taraspo, the, the streets were massive, but very few cars. Like there was cars going in there and then whatever, but it, there weren't very many cars. It was
1: fairly, uh, fairly chill overall. Yeah. But everywhere. in
0: Kishnov, there were still wide streets, but they were packed all the time. There's yeah. constant cars moving, people running about everywhere. And then it got even crazier when we got to like this market area.
1: Yep. And this was pretty much in the center of town where all the kind of bus
0: stations yeah. are. That's the reason, the reason we're heading happened. there to yeah. get the bus. Yeah. Um, And it was like, I I remember going to Lissy, I was like, Lissy, hold on your phone, hold on your purse, like keep everyone close to you, like zip your bag up or hold your, like I was holding my zip my bag on my phone because people giving you like the side eye, they knew like that we were vulnerable uh, tourists like and they must it looked like a lot of people would feed off of that
1: yeah it's not a very safe place in no. any kind of capacity
0: Um. well on the other hand I feel like you could live in Taraspo oh yeah and yeah. leave your front door open be yeah. pretty safe you yeah. could leave your car unlocked at night that's not a big deal it's insane how different that is yeah, yeah. Um, like I, in fact when I told my dad about it my dad said when he was younger it sounds exactly like where like, where, like this kind of area was like when he grew yeah. up and it was safe, you knew your neighbour, you mm. could leave your front door unlocked, things like that that you didn't have to worry yeah. about. People were generally good people. And you could rely on people as well, like a lot of people, like a you knew you could trust people. It's it was
1: just yeah, like a sense of community. Exactly a sense the best of community. Way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty mental for a town as large as that is. But that's why yeah. I call it a town and not a city because yeah. It does just feel like a massive village almost.
0: Yeah. It has the, the fundamentals of a town. It's just really big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh Kishnov, though, very much not like that. Yeah. In fact, a guy basically tried to put us into human trafficking. <laughs> well, possibly,
1: yeah. I mean yes. <laughs> he,
0: yeah, like... he knew we were worth something. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I guess like the whole story behind that is we were kinda of walking to the bus station. And so there was a guy kind of pretty much hanging about in an alley. And as we passed him, he was like, are you guys heading to Taraspo? Which we were so I was like, yeah, we are. So he's like, oh, you guys can get in my car. It's like 40 rubles or whatever. I'll drive you there in my car. And I was like, no, we're all right. We're just going to head the bus. And he seemed somewhat eager and be like, no, no, it's all right. Just get, get in the car. It's yeah, 40 just, rubles. will take you. Just do it. Which, to be fair, if that happened in Taraspo. I'd probably be like... Fair enough. Well, I wouldn't get in the car anyway. Yeah, but, but you—you like, wouldn't. You'd probably be like, "Yeah, it's just a yeah. guy trying to give us a lift or something." Yeah. But in case you know, you definitely do not want to do that because that's Sketchy. step one of human yeah. trafficking. Yeah. It's...
0: Um, and also this all happened like you were speaking Russian to him, so I, we, me and Lisa had no idea what was going on. We were yeah. kind of looking like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Yeah. we group getting scared. Um, but I'm just obviously like, nah, we we good. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> good. <laughs> we'll take the bus, um, and. Like, I mean, I don't even know how to describe, like, Kishnov and really do it justice of how crazy it was. I think
1: I think when Lucy said it, it's a little bit like India, I think she was yeah. kind of right. Especially that market, it was just very, like, loads of people, lots of poor people. Yeah. Just kind of hustling about.
0: Yeah. Definitely a point. Although, so I can, think even looking at footage of, like, India and stuff like that, it doesn't even look as scary and dangerous mm. I get that it has got this like maybe it is I've never been in India um, but the hustle and bustle definitely looks like yeah. that kind of footage like yeah. lots of people lots like of things you can literally
1: like turn an alley and never, die yeah, like, <laughs>
0: never be seen again pretty much it had that kind of vibe yeah. I like, think be put into human trafficking or your organs sold yeah. on the black market something that you only read about Um, but anyway Transnistria it's pretty nice I'm a big fan um, in Transnistria, we also went to Andrew's grandparents' farm, which was like was about I don't know a quarter of an acre, something like that. Well, they bought another to, farm. Yeah, there. one, so one kind of block is like a
1: quarter of an acre. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: and they grow tons of vegetables there. Um, and as as don't get me wrong, as interesting and amazing as Andrew's grandparents' farm is. The people that live across the road from right, them yeah. are even more interesting. Because, because well,
1: because for my grandparents it's kind of like a little hobby. It's yeah. not where they live, but whereas the people we went and visited, that's literally their life and like, where they live, yeah.
0: Yeah. They their house there, their family. There's was there there was more than one generation of family living there, wasn't there?
1: Well, I think yeah. They had like two different generations, they had their dogs there and they had pretty much everything there. They probably just lived there, yeah. Yeah,
0: their full life was there. Um and, and I think that guy was like completely drunk when he was talking to us i mean no nah,
1: i think i don't know possibly oh well, he did have like four like barrels of wine <laughs> yeah i was gonna say they're not even barrels they like cr- not even craze but like four massive barrels i of have wine photos, just, like, yeah. i will
0: put photos in um
1: he basically had four barrels of massive like uh, just homemade wine
0: um in fact this this full section is gonna be covered in the weirdest photos because that guy also <laughs> yep. farmed uh well, what's that? The, the water-
1: uh They're called nut. Is is nutria the Russian word? Is that? Oh no! Wait, hold on. There was an English word for it, wasn't it? Water rats is what it. Basically... No, but there, there's an English word for that. Oh yeah, it probably well, look it up, the species. Actually. Oh. Yeah. but they, yeah, they're basically like a mix between like an otter, a beaver, and like a massive rat, basically. Yeah, they're, they're, I feel they're, like they're kind the of like water rats, it, but they're massive. They're like
0: the best way to describe it is just a massive rat. Water, rat, with yeah, webbed feet and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, it's
1: like. Three, four feet long, or something. <laughs> they <got> are <laughs> pretty fucking massive. Yeah, they
0: were so uncomfortable to look at because they had the creepiest, yeah, like
1: just faces, I guess, yeah.
0: demon esque feet and long, long tails and yeah. grizzly, like weird, <sighs> mismatchy teeth. In fact, his teeth weren't that much better, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, oh, well. They were very just weird. But that guy farmed them to eat, like, meat, he yeah, ate the meat off that.
1: So he said it's very like, uh, it's kind of like turkey meat where it's kind of really good food. It's good for like, it's like diet meat, I think he called it. Right. So for it's very like. protein, no fat. Yeah, basically yeah. that kind of meat, um, which is still pretty damn weird. But, and he kept putting it next, right next to like the chickens and all that as well, which just, I mean, I guess, yeah. it, it, like, I guess if you're used to it, it's not that weird, but I think all of us seeing that for the first time, it's just like, yeah, what is going on? well.
0: I, well, I mean, I'm guessing that that's not a normal thing over there. No, that's because awesome. I've seen that. Yeah, his, yeah, your gran was even like. Oh, she was like, yeah, you guys want to see this? Like, hey, this that, is, so this weird, is yeah. a show. Like, yeah. let's come and look at this. as so. Yeah. Was she found it weird, very yeah. strange as well. Yeah. So this guy would like, he was one of a kind, and he loved showing us. Like, I was taking a video, and he's like tapping me, like, look at this as well. Like, like he's gesturing. I obviously can't speak Russian, but he's he's gesturing like. Yeah. Take a photo of this. Take a photo of this. <laughs> look at these. Um, and he had like sort of like a room specifically for some of them, and then there was like individual cages for a uh, lot of them as well. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. It, it seems as
1: arts, art and crafts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, we've done an episode on veganism and why, <laughs> like, what the full deal is there, and why that's becoming so prevalent, why yeah. it's important. Um, but I feel like. That even there's there's no animal like a rat that's ever been considered food yeah in so fact it's, this might
1: be a good time to mention that things like veganism aren't very
0: yeah that that was a good segue yeah
1: the country's not very obviously as it, it does feel like it's in the past a little bit and that's yeah. not just in terms of technology and all that also Mindset. in terms of ideas yeah. and things like obviously gay rights LGBTQ or whatever all that stuff and then veganism as well not very progressive because I remember when obviously when me and Tom and Lucy first showed up there and she was like uh, like I told her obviously I'm vegetarian Lucy's vegan she was like right cool and then she like offered (laughs) Lucy cheese on multiple occasions and she was like do you want this meat it's like whatever so yeah I think a lot of people definitely don't really get it and I don't think it's, it's not really like the hate on it or anything they just any don't against understand
0: it, yeah it's definitely yeah. they just don't really get it um it's yeah you're right it's like a older generation thing yeah. but everyone's a bit like that in a yeah. sense um although strangely the first night we went to was it the first night or second night we went to a restaurant second night the second night we went to a restaurant which was directly across from the hotel we we're staying in and uh lucy got vegan sushi mm-hmm which is kind of weird. Cause oh, cause
1: that was more of like a western. It was blessed. definitely, yeah. yeah. I, it was definitely like a new cafe, because yeah. they had like, well, they obviously had sushi. They oh, gave yeah. you like some corn and some, yeah. some mad chicken. I got, I
0: got like a very like American Southern fried thing or whatever and it this
1: was. You got a non-alcoholic mojito, which is a very popular drink over yeah. there.
0: Non, non-alcoholic mojitos were everywhere. Every shop. No, and pretty darn good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they were good, yeah. The night before, um, oh no, wait, it was that night where we were like, you said why don't why is there not just why can't you just buy mojitos like non-alcoholic mojitos and then we kind of like started going to shops and we're like whoa everywhere sells non-alcoholic mojitos it was like they're equivalent to like i don't know iron brew or something yeah Yeah, iron brew that's a perfect example Um, in fact you
1: tried something that was basically iron brew yeah what was it apple it's called yeah well it's called uh it's called Brotino, which is like a very famous like Russian kids' drink. Right. Back from like, it's pretty ancient, it's like back in the 70s, I think it was still around. Yep. And uh, I didn't actually realize that it tasted like a because I remember drinking it when I was younger and I was like, oh, this like almost like Apple Aid or something. Right. But I guess it does I taste I honestly a bit think. Like, yeah. yeah. Do like, you, do you agree with cranberry. me now? Yeah, flat iron brew, that's yeah. exactly how i describe but it. But not like in a poisoned way, just kind of. But it's way. not flat. Yeah, it's so, not flat, <laughs> it just kind of tastes a little bit like that. Yeah. It's almost
0: like uh, flat iron brew rejuvenated to be fizzy again. <laughs> I sp- actually pretty good i preferred it way more than amber there you go and i don't, I don't like amber at all but i enjoyed that a lot like i was drinking <laughs> way too much of that um and uh what was i going to segue to there what we we're talking about food and stuff food and oh. stuff yeah so yeah <laughs> um <laughs> fact,
1: I thought now probably should mention how cheap it was as well in terms of yeah, food we- and just everything uh
0: well we went to that restaurant got uh did you get a meal no, I just really I just sure.
1: got a fucking tankard of beer, <laughs> like, literally like like a a a glass of beer,
0: pretty much. <laughs> um, and we got we got. Lucy food got and
1: sushi and a non-alcoholic mojito, and, and you I got, got a full meal. Like you got yeah. like chicken, corn, salad, just and proper meals and well. fries. I got yeah.
0: literally everything, um, and it pff- all came to about two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> more or less <laughs> um, which is insane all of our meals not just like one of our meals yeah. all, everything on that table came to about bit like we yeah. we left a pretty baller tip that night we <laughs> <laughs> were mind blowing um, I mean you are probably used to it but I, I me and Lucy were like in denial we were doing the math sitting there especially like, from
1: London where it was like yeah. at least a tenner for one person we for, stayed like, in London
0: yeah. yeah we stayed in London one night on the way there and one night on the way back and I spent almost in fact I spent uh, over double the amount of money almost three times the amount of money I spent in the entire five or six days we were in Transnistria which is insane and that's yeah. just on food and general like stuff to live and I don't
1: want to be biased but I feel like a lot of the food was just as good if not better as well it wasn't I think like it's shit pr- food or anything yeah it was it's really pretty good, good yeah. Yeah.
0: in fact I would argue that in Transnistria it was significantly better because it was all fresh yeah, it's it was not all being, locally produced yeah, it was all it's not being packaged for yeah. months it was made there and then um, I, I, in fact, oh man, transmission so good.
1: In fact, in the McDonald's and Kishinov, I had a lot of walk stuff as well. Yeah, I remember. Oh, what the menu was like, I'm sure you've got a picture. Of yeah, it, I, that, yeah, I do have pictures
0: because I was so mind blown of how differently weird that was as well. Um, and uh, Kishinov, uh, we had well, I, I did, well did. we all have food for McDonald's? I mean, I got a lot of food in McDonald's. Okay, just so probably some of yours, um, but w- the menu almost, not almost all of it, but a lot of food you could add shrimp to, which is yeah. so strange to me. That was like me. A weird thing. And uh, in fact, someone, I told this to someone and they were like, isn't isn't Moldova landlocked? And I was like, yeah. It's kind of weird. Why?
1: Uh, to be honest, I've not even got an explanation for that. I yeah. think people just like shrimp, so they're like, Fair enough, let's man. get some 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 shrimp on Moldova.
0: To be honest, I'm not a fan of shrimp, so I wasn't going for that. Yeah. Um uh, did have some bombas uh, fries the the fries is so weird there because you don't you can't get normal fries you either get uh, potato wedgies or you get uh, fries and like a relishy ketchupy sauce thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, In fact,
1: the ketchup itself was pretty was, weird.
0: Was pretty good. I think it was way better. It was than good, the but it was not the ketchup we yeah. used to. It's like uh, it's more spicy almost. So. It's like a. Like you to make ketchup at your house, like mash up tomatoes and mm-hmm. then add salts and and stuff like that. Yeah. To it. Uh, opposed to like a processed, like yeah. consistently smooth ketchup. Um. Back to back to Transnistria, though the the food we went to a market, the bazaar. Yep. And uh, so that kind of consists of one main area in the center, and then what which, which sold uh. Fruit, veg, legumes, uh,
1: anything so you could grow on a farm, yeah. you could buy there pretty much.
0: Nuts, yeah, all that kind of stuff, and then there was like separate areas for meat, fish, and dairy. There's
1: like little inside buildings. Yeah, they were, were not inside. little though; they were
0: pretty big. Like no, yeah, yeah. they were like the size of a, a supermarket. A almost. supermarket yeah. themselves, yeah. yeah. Um, we went to the fish one to begin with. Like, what I think your gran was like, oh well, like, do you want to go in there? And you were like, no, no, no. And then we were like, oh, what, what was that? And you were like, oh, it was, like, the fish bit. Oh, well, we don't need to go see that. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm kind of interested. And then, like, I feel like it probably wasn't the greatest idea to go in because, like, every one of us were like, oh, this is hard hard to look at.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, the smell was just smell disgusting, was quite bad, as yeah. you could expect. But then you'd expect But also, the f- some of the fish were alive.
0: Yeah, they were just alive. Not in tanks, not in water, just on tables, alive kind of still yeah. struggling to breathe, still kind of half-kicking. Um, Again, if you're a vegan well, or a vegetarian, yeah. not
1: the most poison of poisons.
0: Also, uh, like, that uh, that's normal there. That is, yeah. No one thought anything of that. That's just yeah. the way of life there, um, which is so, like... But I guess, yeah, back
1: in like all the times when people had farms and stuff like that probably the same here it's exactly what it was like i guess yeah it's not that weird for them
0: yeah that's true um and then we went into the meat area and i honestly expected more strange meat things the the only thing that was like out of the ordinary was chicken's feet
1: oh and we also saw the little uh off run of like milk or something or yogurt little oh yeah there. that's that's
0: pretty strange yeah. like the byproduct of a. Uh, milk I think a it's cheese like when maybe. you when you create butter or cheese that oh no, I know. I don't know if it actually comes from a is it when you cardo cheese. milk or something yeah, yeah there's like that sort of byproduct. I don't know what the name is actually I'll put up photos. Um but that uh, like that stuff has is, is sold itself to presumably consume to drink I pff, don't know didn't want to ask <laughs> to, um, be, to be perfectly honest and that's pretty gross. I mean, fair of I mean judge, pretty
1: much anything that's made of a farm, even like buy products I think you could probably find there.
0: It's almost like anything you can eat, they will eat. Oh yeah, plus people want to
1: like make money any way they can. Yeah. So if people want to buy and stuff, then yeah, they, they, well. they want to get the
0: use out of it as well. Yeah. Nothing. Exactly. Not, what's the point of putting anything to waste?
1: So in that way, it's kind of good, I suppose. But yeah.
0: Um. My God, we've covered so much. I think we should have an episode two of this. Uh. And also in that area, well, in fact, I mean, back to how much we spent, mm-hmm. I spent 50 euros, in fact, just slightly less than 50 euros in total.
1: And that was maybe half of that went to presents yeah, for people. I bought so much junk. In yeah. fact,
0: if I had the bigger suitcase, I would have bought even more junk. Yeah. And it wouldn't have even come to that much.
1: Um, There's like so many fake brands as well. Yeah. If we bought like so many Rolexes for like £2 a piece or something
0: what confuses me about that is that people seem like they're not into that sort of consumeristic nature of buying oh yeah that's shop was empty we were probably
1: one of the only customers of that guy that's so
0: what's the what's the point of having a business like that just in the hopes that people do yeah i think
1: people do buy like more more like young young people obviously old people probably don't even know what a Rolex is yeah but young people that know about western culture that's kind of like the whole kind of western westernized part of it obviously young people will probably know what like been, certain brands are they've been plagued yeah and they'll want to buy that but even then it was still fairly empty so I don't know exactly how they run their business
0: yeah younger the younger generation I mean I didn't see very much of it but when I did see it, I was like that's kind of funny <laughs> but they would wear like full-on uh like off white or full on Gucci trackies, like full on like shoe to to hat, everything, one brand, one parn, yeah. but completely fake. And yeah. looked fake. Um and probably cost about fifty pence for the full outfit.
1: Yeah. I definitely cared to be yeah. so.
0: But I mean I kinda liked it. I was like that's yeah. that is a look itself. <laughs> um I think they were probably embracing the fact that it was fake. It's almost yeah. like an aesthetic itself.
1: Uh, and bought about uh, fake fewer shoes, yeah, Fila's or something like that. No, I think I think they were channel quick were Fila's.
0: Yeah, but it, uh, but the the eth like I'll put before uh, there's something about it that's like just slightly wrong, right. but just enough to make the brain <laughs> think it's still right. Um The but yeah, in fact, that's there's so many good fakes like um, it was like oh, I you bought
1: some hats as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Those those look legit though, yeah. they weren't even slightly off, but what was the um, pair of shoes and it was, oh no it was Adidas, Abibas, uh, Abibas oh, yeah, yeah. or Abibas or whatever, that was brilliant as I guess well. for
1: people like us that aren't used to that it was pretty funny to yeah. see that, but then people go
0: like, Probably oh, completely yeah. normal yeah. yeah, they're like why are they laughing at Abibas, <laughs> Abibas man,
1: Abibas is my style bro <laughs>
0: um yeah so everyone costs so little yeah. in transnistria but what was weird as on the in fact in transnistria there was like graphics cards and one shop there w- there's not very many shops like this but mm-hmm. there was like a shop that was selling graphics cards um and uh what would what you think the original price of that graphics card would cost
1: i think it was just slightly more expensive so i think well it cost like was it 350 or 400 pounds something they yeah. are yeah that was like 200 or oh, 200 it was probably slightly more expensive but not a whole lot more expensive because it was legit graphics card yeah. So obviously they would have to buy it from like china or whatever yeah so it would have cost them the same as it would be for uk to buy
0: that but on the other side there was a tv there as well mm-hmm. and that tv was at least a thousand pounds cheaper there yeah which is like makes no sense um one second
1: I don't really
0: need this Uh, what were we talking about? uh,
1: cheap TVs and cheap TVs
0: oh yeah you probably
1: could have got the new iPhone 11 there for a lot cheaper except it might have been uh, locked to that region but
0: funny that you said that i googled that afterwards um you can't buy a iphone from apple and transnistria oh. uh, no in moldova at all you have to buy it from Moldafone. Mo- Moldafone. Oh, was it not moldcell or something moldcell, moldcell i don't know yeah. something like that um yeah that's the only retailer <laughs> of phones Right, specifically apple phones like they can do they, they sell other phones but mm-hmm. when you want to buy an iphone that's the only company you can go to right. it's so specific um and another thing was uh when we were in uh, moldova looking at stuff in moldova what i thought was really strange is like the prices were all over the place there like there was a, a monitor there that was like honestly about Remember? Do you remember seeing that? Oh, yeah, it was over a grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was way more expensive. Oh, than It would have been in Kishinev
1: because it is more a part of Europe and it is like a capital city in Europe. It does have like the prices you would expect. Kind of a capital city to expect. Kind of. But it was still it was still weird. But it was definitely not like everything is cheap. It was no, more, no.
0: Like, it was almost like everyone was kind of expensive. Like, you could get an Xbox, like uh, an Xbox One X. That's the top of the range one, right? You could get that for about seventy-five pounds cheaper. In that store, yeah, but then there was a, a monitor there about 800 pounds more expensive. Yeah, and I was thinking just all over the place. Yeah, it was a bit more weird. Also, we need to talk about the shop center because do you oh. remember <laughs> <laughs> how did we forget to even bring this up? We we're going through a shopping center, pretty big one, yeah, tons of stores. Uh, we we're going through them all. Um, it didn't seem like that big a deal. It was like it wasn't that weird, it was just a, like, just a normal center. shopping center, or oh, so we thought. So we thought. Until we kind of like come through to this area, and it's like walking into like like that like a, a scene of like a kid walking at a toy shop just their mind blowing. We walked into this area, and it was just a petting zoo within within the shopping center. And we're like, whoa, my mind is literally blown. <laughs> and there was like fish had- tanks. An entire cages, aquarium, yeah. they had uh, a massive snake, they had a goat. <laughs> guinea pigs, <laughs> guinea raccoons, raccoons possibly. What was those called? Russian mice?
1: Oh, Russian ham- Russian dwarf hamsters, yeah. They had that. so
0: many weird and wonderful things. Uh, they had a possum uh, and a skunk. They had a freaking a- goat. They had a goat, yeah. That was definitely a highlight. It yeah. was just this one... I don't know if you noticed. I have a video of it, and just a baby yeah. patting the goat's head so hard, like loving this. something goat. you could only see in Moldova. Um, I don't even think you had to pay to get in that. Yeah. Uh,
1: just had to wash your hands as far yeah. as I can tell. You just yeah. gave
0: like baby wipes out or like, uh, what's that called? Like uh, yeah, hand no, lotion. Yeah, hand lotion. Yeah. Um, but that was like, like I don't know, like that. I have never witnessed anything. It just, anything like it just that seems
1: so normal until that point, and you're like, what just happened, man? <laughs> oh.
0: Also, why have we not eaten any of these brilliant Moldovan sweets? Because then all people would be able to hear us. That's ASMR. That's what I was going to say, episode brilliant two. ASMR. Um, Yeah, I think we should have an episode two because we've been shooting for... Do you know how long this is? Mm. An hour and a half. <laughs> we've been talking for an hour and a half. No get, one's going to watch this. we so yeah. Um, So yeah, I think we should close this episode right, now yeah. and have uh, episode two in the near future and talk about this more, because there is so much more to talk about. But I feel like this is a good, sort of rounded episode to kind of give the basic and a little bit in depth of what goes on in that area of the world and yeah. how Hopefully interesting it is. Hopefully we'll interest even a little Hopefully, bit. yeah. Um, I mean, talking about piquing people's interest and viewership and stuff like that, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that's watched this and listened to it, because looking at the stats, it's not massive, it's not like a lot of people that have uh, watched it, but there have been quite a significant handful of people who have consistently watched it from beginning to end. And to spend an entire hour listening to me talk to what I consider really interesting people is a massive compliment. And I want to appreciate you for appreciating the content that has been created for this channel and this podcast. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Also, thank you very much, Andrew, for coming on and talking about this with me. Thank you for having me. And thank you, no, thank you for having me. (laughs) And thank you for taking me to a country, a culture, and a community that I would never get to experience without someone like you. So, thank you very much. And yeah, thanks for watching and listening. Peace out.